All right, all right. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am branded here with my guest. Listen, I've been wanting to talk to this young lady for a long time, seems like, but I'm glad I have her now so we can pretty much not just dissect her career, but also we can kind of talk shop about just life in general, Im- impact things that's going on in the world that we can definitely be better at. And uh, first off, before I introduce this young lady, you can go ahead and go to speakforimpact.com. And I want to welcome motivational speaker, presenter, educator, um, Jalinda Ladee is in the house. Next Legacy, what's up, baby? Hey, thank you for having me. And thank you for those gracious well, thank words. You for, thank you for tapping in and, and hanging out with not just myself, but the listeners. But for the people out there, and just just know this is uh, global, right? So it's not just in the States. It's, it's actually overseas and in different yeah, international. Absolutely. So for the people out there who are just now trying to figure out who Joenda is, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yes, my name is Jelinda. I'm an author. I'm a poet. I'm a motivational speaker, and I am here to serve you. That's who All I right. am. All right. That's what's up. And I always think about, when I think about motivational speaking, um, it can range from a lot of different categories, a lot of different topics, a lot of different um, talking points where a lot of people can tend to listen. I mean, it could be a lot therapeutical in a, in, in a sense, but also really inspirational. So um, for a lot of people out there listening now, like just the impact that being a speaker can have on day-to-day lives globally is a big thing, right? For sure. That's actually how I got started. Um, I never really considered myself a speaker. I've been working in education for the last 20 years. I hold my master's degree from the University of San Francisco. So with that being said, um, one day I was invited by um, a reading teacher, a reading instructor at the community college level, and she sent me an email. Um, I didn't know her that well, but she asked me if I would speak to her students. And I politely said, um, I'm not a speaker. <laughs> and she was like, no, I was referred to you by a counselor. And I was like, okay, that's nice, but I'm not a speaker. And she says, well, I have a population of former foster youth. And that happens to be my background and a personal passion of mine. So as soon as she said that to me, I said, what do you need from me? And um, she gave me some pointers of some students that she just wanted to get in touch with, you know, and get in more in tune with. So um, I put together a PowerPoint. I went in. I did a presentation. And she, it was fabulous. And she put my name out there, and I've been speaking ever since. And that sounds rewarding in a sense, right, that somebody that can not only reach out to you that, knows your 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 worth before i guess you do in a sense um because you it, you didn't look for it it kind of came to you and that's a blessing in a sense too right but one one thing that intrigued me about you and and uh one thing that is really impactful is you know not just looking on your youtube but on your social media um uh, sites that you do have the the one thing is you continue to smile and you continue to kind of just keep pushing you know the the good vibes and things like that so have you always been that way or has that just been something that has nurtured over years and years and years and it got to a point where you're like, you know what, no matter how much it rains, I'm going to still bring some sunlight into this day. 
you know, I have to be honest with you. I just, I tell people that's just my blessing from God because, um, on the outside looking in, people would not guess my background. You know, as I said, I'm from our foster youth. I was one of those youth who went through um, 13 schools and all. I went to four high schools before actually graduating. Um, so I had like a, a volatile upbringing, um, just being around different groups, being in foster homes, group homes, and just seeing people with different even type of disabilities, whether it be mental or physical, so I've always had a passion to help other people. Um, I've, I guess I've learned that I'm an empath as I've gotten older. There's a name for that. But I've always been intuitive, just been caring. And for just some reason, you know, the Lord just blessed me to be able to overcome and to support people around me. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my gift. You know, he allows me to shine despite my circumstance. And Sometimes I think I'm crazy, you know, that I can still laugh and that I can still smile. But honestly, at the end of the day, you know, I haven't gone without. And, yeah, it's just a, it's an amazing gift to have, for sure. It's funny how, how just, you know, inner, and, you know, God works, you know, so many different ways and will set you up for a challenge. And how, how do you rise up out of it is the work that you put in and the fact that you won't change or waver for nothing no matter what's going on in life and you know I think that's a testament to you know what you are on this earth to do which is to give and and being a speaker mm -hmm. have you ran into different moments and points in time where you know after certain engagements someone's come up to you and say hey you know what I was really touched by this oh yes it's it's been fascinating um and it's taught me a lot actually I was just sharing a story with someone uh, being a speaker and being a poet, because I generally do both. I, you know, I got to leave them with a the little poem, right? So with For that sure. being said, I've done different types of poetry, right? I have something a little sexy, you know, something a little conscious, you know, something for everyone, right? And so it's allowed me to touch other people that's gone through different things. For example, I've spoken to an audience, and then some men will come up to me who've been incarcerated, and they'll say, you know what, I write poetry, you know, no one knows this, but just the particular poem that I wrote, it touched them, and therefore they knew I can identify with them without judging them. And so that same poem has touched this woman where she shared her story where she came from Vietnam and she was in different type of detention centers. So one poem, it just draws out so many different types of backgrounds and different types of experiences that people have had. So for me, it's been an eye-opener, and I've just really had to learn to embrace it because at first I was like, oh, this is a lot. You know, they're really sharing personal things with me. But then I realized I'm being vulnerable as well. I'm sharing my story, so it allows them to be comfortable with me. I think that's hard um, for a lot of us in a sense. Jo Jolinda's my guest on Next Legacy Radio. It's hard. It's hard for us for in, in a sense. You could elaborate on it as well. When It, it is that to get out of your shell, to be vulnerable, to be transparent, all the things that I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of us need to do on a consistent basis. Some people shut down for, you know, some obvious reasons that we may not understand until we get a chance to kind of open up to them. But have you found it difficult in not just your, your, uh, your speaking engagement career so far, but just in general where some people will be like, you know what, it's not, 
it's not easy to be transparent because there's so many people who will take you for granted or whatever the case may be. Oh, yes, especially like um, in the professional world because, again, I do work in, um, at the community college level. I do work in education. So, therefore, I've had colleagues tell me, you know, don't tell anyone you're former foster youth. Um, and I asked why, and this is because they will judge you. I said, well, that's not the audience that I want then because I'm looking for a particular group who needs me. And so, yes, people will judge you. People will put you in a box. But, you know, with my personality, with my smile, I've been able to break through some of those things. But, yeah, it's, it's true. People will absolutely judge you no matter what it is. I mean, people will see you walk into the room and pass judgment. Um, so, again, I just think that you really have to be comfortable in your skin. And one thing about me, uh, the statement is, seek and you shall find. I've always um, sought enlightenment. I've always wondered what my purpose was. So when you wonder what your purpose is, you generally will seek it out. And so when you're seeking, you will meet people and you will run across experiences in life that give you that answer, that validate who you are. So now I know that I am a vessel. I know that I'm here to spread love. I know that I'm here to spread joy. And as simple as a smile can do that for someone. Wow. And you you had that in me for a very long time from afar. Like I said, it's been one of those things where it's just amazing, amazing to see just from a distance, um, obviously not up close and personal, but um, it, it's inspiring in a sense where, you know, we, I always feel like this, and if, if people out there don't feel like that, then that's okay, but I always felt like I was always put here to serve, to do something for other people, not just something for myself. So to your point, right. if you feel like you're a vessel, this vessel should be able to radiate and leave a legacy for so many different people, generations, things like that, but um, the, the mission is still the mission. You can't, you can't just, you know, hey, uh, I got the speaking engagement, all right, I'm cool now. Like, no, there's more, there's more to do because if you look at the world today and it's been mm -hmm. like this for as long as we both can remember, um, there is mm -hmm. still a lot of work that needs to be done, right? This is not going to be one yes. of those things where it's just like, it'll be all good in the next five minutes or five, five years or whatever the case may be. There's still an ongoing process. So when you look at the state of the world today, and I know this is 2022 and you know, we're dealing with, uh, you know, a, a crazy war uh, away from our shores, but it still impacted um, the lives and just, you know, how social media and mental health, things like that. Um, there's a need for presenters. There's a need for speakers. There's a need for positivity in this world, right? Yes, for sure. We do. We need more of that. I think it's I think it's important for for all of us to to just take a moment, not just for um, for ourselves, but for other people, to take a moment to reflect and just show that appreciation and and support. Uh, Jalinda's my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and um, when it comes to your engagements, and I know uh, if people go onto the website or if people go onto your social media, they can be able to find you and and possibly set some some things up. Um, have you ever had a situation where um, you were you were in in you know and it's like I said positive, but you also have had maybe times in where it wasn't as open open ended as like some of the people that may have came up to you and say, hey, Jalinda, you you did great. I felt like this. Have you ever had some closed 
you know, closed mouth situations where you did speak and not too many people said anything? Uh, yes, and actually, I learned a technique <laughs> to get it, to get away from that, and that's that's a fabulous question that you just asked because you're absolutely right. When you're speaking to a group of people, and if you do want a response, I think it's best to let them know that. So when I go into a room, no matter whether it's a classroom or a conference room or a community room, I let them know I'm here to interact with you. So that's the first thing I invite them to do that, right? And so now they know that that door is open. So one technique that I did in the college classroom was if I asked a question, and I, it was crickets, right? It was crickets in the room, right? I'm like, oh, my goodness. So the technique I developed was I would just go up to someone, and I would get on my knee, and i say, just whisper it in my ear, and I'll let everybody else know. Hey, okay, okay. Wow. And so with that being said, now, they, now they're speaking in a tone where everyone else can hear them. Mm -hmm. Because That's they feel more comfortable speaking out loud than they do whispering in my ear. Very true. Very true. That's, that, that's, that's, that's different. That's different. Um, and, and also uh, original, in my opinion, where, you know, even though it's a technique, I always feel like, okay, you know, some people may be inspired to say something, but some people may be inspired, but they just, they're shy. They just don't want to say yes, it out loud. Yes, yes. And that is, it. that is the reason why, that is the very reason why I started doing that. They have a choice. They can whisper it in my ear or they could speak out loud. So it's been an amazing experience just to even watch people grow from that. And I've also been in uncomfortable situations where someone has taken something I said out of context or they've taken it personally as if I know them. So I've had to backtrack, you know, pause. You know how you feel like that heated moment. It's like, oh, my goodness, what just happened here? <laughs> So right, right. I've experienced that as well. Like, oh my goodness, I don't know you like that. But um, yeah. you know, I've I've faced those uncomfortable moments. You know, and you just take a deep breath and you just remember, like, you're here to present and you're here to leave a positive message. So whatever the statement is, you know, you can be like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way or that was not, you know, directed at you personally. So I've learned, like, you know, to step back, you know, not necessarily apologize, but just try to find an understanding as professionals. Amen to that. Drew Linda is my guest, Next Legacy Radio. Make sure you go to speakforimpact.com. Make sure you go ahead and check out the website, book this young lady. And, um, are you, like, when it comes to certain topics, um, certain things, are you more, have you basically opened the door for any and all topics, um, no matter what, or is there specifics in what your, what your purpose is when you get to say, like, if somebody wants to set you up for, for a booking for a speaking engagement, um, obviously you want to know the type of environment, things like that, but also the topic as well, right? Right. So basically all my presentations are customized to their needs. So obviously when someone books me, they let me know what their needs are. So I've been booked for different types of events. Um, I can say um, I did receive one booking from Facebook, and it was to do a memorial in San Francisco. 
Oh, wow. So that was that was something I hadn't experienced before, you know. And so they asked me to recite a poem. They had went on to my YouTube channel, and they saw that I had recited my Angelo's poem. And so they asked me if I would do the same at the memorial service. So, um, yes, I've had some interesting um, opportunities that have been enlightening. Um, but I will say that it wasn't too far off because a colleague of mine a few years ago had asked me to write a poem for her, for her aunt's uh, memorial service. Though I did not attend, she had asked for that poem to be written. So I did not feel that was unusual. So being invited to actually recite at the memorial, I was like, okay, this is different. This is a great new experience that I can add. So, um, yes, I am open. Yeah, that's pretty cool in the sense where, you know, you're, you're not afraid to uh, tackle on any, any kind of topics or what and whatnot as far as, you know, difference, uh, you know, difference. Again, like we stated earlier, just throughout the world, there's so many different things going on as well. So um, the impact that I feel like young kids should have in these day and ages because there's so much, uh, I guess you could say, distractions from probably when you and I were growing up, right? I think that in mm-hmm. a sense, there is more, there is more out there. There is more opportunity for people to either take advantage of support or even on the other side, as far as, you know, try to manipulate as far as, you know, who's who and what's what throughout the world as well. So isn't it mm-hmm. important as well, not just for the the older generation, but also some of the younger kids too in these, in these day and age, just to be able to hear some motivational, impactful types of things at a younger age instead of waiting till they're in their 20s or 30s to get some motivational speeches, right? You can still do it while you're in elementary school or whatnot, right? Oh, of course. So that's part of development, right? So part of development, when they say the first five years are so important, right? You need to hear those positive words. You need to hear that support. And I can honestly say, you know, Americans were behind on some things. And education is one of them, right? That's why we have other countries who outdo us as far as education goes, because they start, they start certain things early. And they honestly, they invest in their community and they invest in their country. So some children, they get a lot of that support early in different areas of the country and in the world. So yes, I think it's very very important to stimulate the mind as much as you can um, instead of it being like a private organization. You know, a lot of parents who are more wealthy, they can pay for those after-school debates or after-school support sessions or tutor or confidant, but the average person, they may not have that, right? And so it's all about resources at the end of the day because there are private schools, there are homeschooling that do offer these services unlike our public schools may. Right. Right. And this is super important. I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question. Jalinda's my guest on next legacy radio. And, um, you and I, we're, we're, you know, South Bay, East Bay area. Um, you know, I'm going to turn this to like the education part of maybe your opinion uh, could hold some weight as well, but we've seen, you know, Oakland school districts close some schools. We've seen some other schools in different cities, um, either limit their staff, you know, the, the thing is, you know, people say it's due to COVID, but at the same time, uh, I always feel like people are cherry picking different locations when it comes to that. You and I both know that education is super important on all levels, mm-hmm. not just the the immediate 
military level. It's just, you know, of all levels, there's so much of an impact having an education structure. Um, what is the future of our education system? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically in the, in the Bay Area, but I'm even talking about globally as well. Like, you know, how do you feel about the impact that education can have or a lack of can have in our communities? You know, it's, it's very interesting you ask this question. Um, I have three children myself. They're all adults. My oldest son is 32, and he actually lives in Denmark, Copenhagen, and he's been living there the last eight years, and he earned his master's degree there. And he really uh, can appreciate the quality of life that um, the Netherlands offer opposed to the United States and their education system. So one thing I will say is that I happen to have been fortunate and I was able to raise my children in a neighborhood called the Rose Garden in San Jose, which is predominantly a white neighborhood. And the schoolhouse was walking distance. It was literally two minutes away. You could see the school from my front yard. So here this is, this nice, well-to-do neighborhood. Though I was a renter, though I'm black and I'm a single mom, you know, I didn't fit that category, but I wanted to give my kids something better, right? So this was very interesting. The power went out one day on the street, and it was a warm day. And all these kids came out on the block, right? And I was like, where did all these kids come from? I've never seen these kids before, right? What it was right. was I lived in a wealthy neighborhood. None of those children attended the public school that was across the street. All those children what? attended a private school. And it really dawned on me that day. I was like, wow, they have really positioned themselves. They know what is missing from the public school that they could possibly invest in, as some wealthy communities yeah. do, like Atherton. But they have chose to go to a private school and give their children so much more. And I believe more people are attending private school, people are homeschooling, and charter schools are beginning to take over because the government hasn't truly invested in public school. But again, it was designed that way as well. So people have to understand the structure of education and what it's actually designed for because we think it's meant for one thing but actually it's meant for something else so we have to be mindful of that as well so we can give our kids additional um, opportunities in life that the public school is not going to offer you you know what you are so right um, my my daughter through her um, kindergarten to eighth grade uh, went to a private school a Catholic school um, education, I, I promise you, it's so different. It's so different in regards to that. Um, just because it's just structured different. It's different. There is agendas when it comes to public schools, just like it is with any any other place. But mm -hmm. as, as parents, you want to you want to just set yourself up for, especially if you know certain public schools is not you're not getting the best out of the education that's going on right now. You want to. Do something right. better. If you can't make a difference, make sure you position your child or children mm -hmm. in the right way or the right place where you can be able to do that. Listen, you might have to work a second job if you have to in order to make that happen. Got to do it. Got to do it. Education is so important. It's so important. Um, and the yes, impact that people can have because it doesn't, Jalinda, it doesn't matter what city you're from. Uh, if you have the, the right education, you could be you know, bachelor's degree, master's, everything, living in Oakland, and you just know. You just know because, you know, your your drive is different. Your educational passion is there. And it, 
I'm just saying that to say that education is still mm -hmm. important, people. people it is it's very it. important. It really does. It really opens the door, you know, education and travel, because it opens a door that you're not aware of. And there's so many perspectives. And when you're isolated with lack of education, you're not aware of the many perspectives in the world. And then you've boxed yourself in and you've limited yourself. So education, it doesn't guarantee anything, but what it does, it has allowed you options. It allows you to open doors. It allows you to see things. It allows you to want to travel. You know, when my son graduated from UC Santa Barbara, he was like, Mom, I'm going to Paris. And he had his passport, and he was gone for two weeks. And when he decided to leave permanently, he left with a backpack and a dream. But he was already educated enough to know what was out there and know that there was possibilities. Right. And so, again, now he's 32 years old, and he's in a beautiful place. But, again, the education, it just opened his doors. And it opened the doors for me as a single mother who went to school later because as I was at the university, I'm sharing everything I'm learning. I'm learning about different countries. I'm learning about different options. And I was able to share that with my children. And so then that set them on their courses and on their passions that they have now currently. And, and that's been amazing to see the things that they did as a child. They're doing it as an adult, and they're getting paid for it now. So, I mean, and, the possibilities are endless once you're educated. And, Jalinda, that is a testament to making sure that you have your children in the right place so they have a choice to succeed. Because, obviously, when you send your kid out there into the world, they're going to obviously get some information from you, but also they're going to eventually make a decision on their own. Either I go down this path Correct. or that path. Do I go this way or Correct. that way? Um, and it's important Correct. for us to give, like you said, and you said it earlier, options. We all need options. Right. All, we all need to right. on these options. Well, when it comes to that, that's super important. And two, you know, like I'm up front, you know, when I speak, especially if I'm speaker to younger people, I'm like, do you want to be an asset or do you want to be a liability? I mean, it's all what you want to be in life. You know, my first presentations was called, You Set Your Destiny. You decide where you're going in life. No one can choose that for you. People can try to deter you. People can try to change your mind. But at the end of the day, it's what you want, what your heart and what your soul wants. And if you allow your passion to lead the way, you will always win. But when you allow other people to dictate your life, you will always lose. That's right. Julinda, my beautiful guest on Next Legacy Radio, and a couple more questions. One is going to surround just some of the things outside of speaking, being a presenter, educator, just, you know, being so proactive. Um, when do you take time to do stuff for you? <laughs> That's a crazy question. I always get that question. Um, actually, I am so easygoing. Um, I do get time for me. Time for me means relaxing with a nice glass of wine or my favorite Tito's vodka. <laughs> That's relaxing uh. for me. I love to listen to music. Um, I love to zone out and just be in my own world. Um, I do not watch a lot of television. So I just really enjoy listening to music. I love burning candles. Um, I'm real simple like that. It's those little things in life that I really enjoy. Um, I did, um, for my birthday, I just turned 51. I always say I'm 51 and fine. You know, I did go to Vegas for myself. So, you know, I had a beautiful time. Went to the Circus de Soleil show for Michael Jackson. But, um, right. you know, outside of that, I really enjoy, you know, just, 
having that quiet time and just creating that peace for myself. And I swear, I mean, I'm just as happy and giddy as anything. Just having that, to be honest with you. I just, I just think that's beautiful to, to, to hear because anytime I'm talking about business, all things of that nature and how do you do this and why and when and how when it comes to your drive, you know, I always understand and respect like, hey, let's take a moment, let's give you your flowers and let's say, hey, you know what, what about you, the person and the fact right. that you are just your smile radiates. But when I hear you talk, it's inspirational. I get chills and I'm not joking when I say that. It's important for people to have a sense of, you know what, I still believe in this, Jalinda, and like I said, we pretty much same age. We grew up in a sense where it takes a village, that mentality. My neighbor yeah. looked out for uh, for us and vice versa. Like, we did so much for each other where it's important to let that still be a thing. You know, even if you want to modernize it and make it, you know, make it something that is going to be, um, a consistent thing, but it is important for all of us to share and to feed off that good energy and the good vibes, right? Yes, most definitely. I think no matter what, and and that's why, like with my poetry, I broke it up the way um, that I have. Um, I write where I write to my sisters, you know, the women before me. Um, I have desire because, of course, you know, everyone loves love and intimacy. And consciousness, you know, we have to be aware of what's going on near and afar and blessings because I'm truly grateful for where I'm at in my life. And so um, I think that it's very important, you know, to be aware. And that's another reason, you know, I, I give back to the homeless. You know, I do my part to support my community. Um, I collect whether it's food or clothing, and I distribute that on my own. Um, so, yes, I think it's very important for us to be conscious of our neighbor, most definitely. Amen to that. Jalinda is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And you mentioned music. So, in closing, what are what are some of the songs, you know, what, what is, what, what's on Jalinda's playlist right now? You oh, know my goodness. Is. I'm a... T- oh, I, I, Oh my God, right now, my favorite, my favorite right now is Silk Sonic, honey. I'm loving me some Anderson Pack all day. I love the whole album. I have it downloaded in my head. Um, Every single track (laughs) is hot. Um, (laughs) So I feel like a little kid again. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, I'm a fan. But I really was hoping I could close out with a poem. You can you can definitely close out with a poem, sweetheart. Go for it. Okay. This poem is called Thick. So I like to tell all you sisters out there, appreciate it. And you men out there, she will keep you warm at night, okay? So this one is called Thick. Thick is me. At least that's what they tell me. No, baby, you ain't fat at all. I like the round booty and big thighs and all. Whoever told you it's fat lied to you. Because I like the shape of your behind, and you're fine, too. See, some like them small or even skinny. But see, my man, he likes plenty. And plenty of me makes my man hungry. And full is what he gets from all of this. Because thick is what I am, thick is what I be. Trust me, my man, he can't get enough of me. He kisses me up and down. Oh, and yes, he has to do a lot to make his rounds. Because thick is what I am, thick is what I be. 
He sucks my toes all around. He tickles my spine up and down. Cause thick is what I am. Thick is what I be. Trust me, my man, he loves this thick chocolate Hershey. Woo! Woo! You heard it right here. Jalinda. Oh, I love it. I love it. Not yes, only, not only thick. One, yes. I, listen. <laughs> While you're while you're while you're speaking that poem, I'm over here with my eyes closed, just thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> I'm embracing that poem, just so you know, thoughts. Well, good, thank you. Good. I hope everyone enjoyed it as well. I love it, and not only for thank thank you for for coming in, thank you for continuing to keep pushing um, a legacy driven opportunity that I know a lot of people are going to be inspired of. I'm not going to be the only one, obviously. I know there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people who are not only going to tap into your um, your opportunities for, for, for you to have them speak or for them to have you speak at their venues, but for also yes. for the that will come because of it. So speak for impact.com is the website. Make sure you go ahead and go hit up Jalinda. Um, as well, and I'm going to put her website on my website as well. So anybody who would want to interact with her, book her, um, please do so. Um, don't do it now. Do it right now. So it's important yes. for everybody to stay positive, stay connected, stay, stay, stay passionate about life and love and preserving a legacy for yourself and for others. It's important. So, Jalinda. You're the best, baby. I appreciate you. You are you go you go. Well thank you. Thank you so much. 